everybody. Welcome to Inside the Album, the Ooh. podcast where we deep, do a deep dive into your favorite classic rock albums and talk about all the stories about the recording of that album and the songs and the band and what was happening. I'm Don Seckler. That's Tommy Hilkin. How's it going, hey. Tom? Don, sounds like you had your Cocoa Puffs today, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, oh, yeah. He's fired up. Up at him. We I'm record doing... this at like 4 a.m., just so everybody yeah. knows. Tom's uh, an early of, bird. One of us does. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So today uh, we're going to dive into the album, the first album, debut album by The Pretenders, which is called Woo. Pretenders. I'm ex super excited about it. One of my all-time favorite records. Great album. And uh, but my favorite thing about inside the album is that we get to work with a great charity that is music related. So tell us all about music for Mark. Oh, thank you. And Don, as usual, good to see you and music for Mark. It's uh, what we're doing for people is the reason we're doing the podcast. Pay some attention to music for Mark. We're bringing music to the world through kids. Now, Don and I have always loved the music and everything about it. So what we're doing is we're bringing musical lessons musical instruments, any way we can. We're bringing them to kids in schools and programs where if they don't have a guitar, they don't have a keyboard, they don't have a kazoo. You know, it's kind of funny. I was talking to Cliff Barone the other day, and he said you could start with kazoos, and it is a cheap <laughs> way to do it. But if you would, Don, tell everybody that we're welcoming used instruments. Go ahead. Yeah. Anybody has any used or, or just neglected instruments that have been sitting in a corner in one yep. room or in your basement, let us know. We'd be happy to repurpose that and get it in the hands of somebody who wants to get started in learning about music. Yeah, let's keep the music going. Yeah, so check out musicformark.com. And I have to remind you, if you are listening, uh, give us a like, give us a review. It's all very, very helpful. Click the buttons, do the things. Like us on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube. We have video there. Uh, and on insidethealbum.com, you can check out. We have every episode of the podcast. Plus, you can get one of these really cool T-shirts. Nice. And uh, it's so much fun. So we're happy to have you aboard. And let's get started with the Pretenders. I'm all in. <laughs> so the band is made up by uh, probably most people know Chrissy Hind is the lead singer, rhythm guitarist, vocalist, lead songwriter. Drummer is Martin Chambers, who still plays with uh, Chrissy today. Mm. Uh, uh, Pete Farndon was the bass player, and James Honeyman Scott was the lead guitarist and played a lot of the keyboards on the record. Awesome. So this album was uh, released December 27th, 1979. So uh, perfect Christmas gift. I love it because it starts off with a real kind of super aggressive punk song. And we'll get into that in a second. But uh, it definitely uh, was uh, an album that really kind of brought uh, the, the real punkier rock music to the to the forefront in uh, 1979, 1980. But it also does it with a bit of a pop edge. And we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit too. So on the uh, charts th at this time, 1980, we had Billy Joel, Glass Houses was a huge record. You had Emotional Rescue, which is kind of the Rolling Stones disco record, I guess, <laughs> yeah. a better, uh, better term. I remember it well. Yeah. Uh, you had ACDC, Back in Black, which we've discussed before. Yeah. Uh, and there was also uh, Bruce Springsteen's The River was released in uh, 1980. So uh, it was, you know, very interesting time on the charts. And uh, this album actually did really, really well. 
It debuted at number one in the UK album chart the week of its release. And then it stayed there for four consecutive weeks. It also made the top 10 on the Billboard 200 in the US and was certified mm. platinum during 1982. Uh, Rolling Stone ranked the album at number 155 on its list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. Wow. So, you know, it's it's often uh, looked at as one of the best debut albums of all time. I mean, I think you you look at things like uh, Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses, yeah. the first Van Halen record, this record. There's a lot of great debut albums out there, but this one is, you know, to have an album as a first record that is this strong, there's not a bad song on this record. It's just an amazing, amazing record. Amazing record, and you surprised me by saying 155 out of 500 right i wouldn't i wouldn't have put it up there but tremendous tremendous album yeah and you know it was uh there's a connection here to the clash which we'll, we'll talk about uh as we we go into the uh go into the music a little bit mm-hmm. um but chrissy hind was originally from ohio had gone to london and was in the music scene there and and so that's how the band was started so it's kind of a mix of uh you know british and american uh, people in the band. And I think, you know, I don't know that that really affected the music much. Uh, it's definitely Chrissy Hines voice, you know, it's her, her style, her sound is, is this album really. I, I thought of that. Yeah. I played it yesterday and I said the same thing. Her voice, her voice makes the album. And there weren't, you know, at this time that there were a lot less female artists. So you had, you had like heart, you know, in the seventies, you had, uh, Blondie. Blondie, Yeah. You had Blondie, you had Pat Benatar in the early eighties. Right. So there were a few, a few of the ladies were out there, but most of them, you know, Blondie, I guess, started out as a punk band too, but, and Pat Benatar was kind of edgy rock, but still this one really kind of is almost, you know, there's the the first song is kind of a spit in your face song, you know? So (laughs) it was, uh, it's, I think it's a really important record in the, in the, uh, in the life of, uh, you know, kind of hard rock and, and punk edge music. Yeah. And, um, so let's take a look at the album cover here. Uh, you see the band and I, I see this as kind of like cleaned up punks. So they're still a little edgy in their leather, but they look pretty pristine. <laughs> Martin's wearing the tie. Chrissy Hines got the red leather jacket. So they look kind of like, almost like Hollywood punk, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not the same as the, as what the look that like the sex pistols had with the torn shirts and the safety pins and all that it's, stuff. It's like, it's like the breakfast club punk, you know, we're, we're starting to make that. Transition. Right. It's a little bit more middle of the road. And you know, part of this, and I'm going to come back to this again, because a big part of the record is that Chrissy Hines started to have a real interest in pop music. And so oh, they wow. came up as a punk band and, there, uh, and I'll tell you the story about the Clash in a little bit. But uh, they came up as a punk band. But the the songs, some of these songs are super poppy, but still great songs. I love yeah. it. Great, great record. Yeah, it's a good mix. It really is. That's what makes the record so so listenable. If you want to put it that way, it really is. Yeah, yeah. And we talked a little bit about like accessibility in the past and having songs that that uh, the general public can kind of attach to. And that's how you have the major, major success. And you know, you get those big selling albums. Um, interesting fact. So Nick Lowe uh, was also friends with with Chrissy at the time. Yep. 
he actually uh, came in and produced the first single, which is Stop Your Sobbing, but then decided not to work with them anymore because he thought the band was not going to go anywhere. Ah. So, uh, you know, he I think, you know, at the end, he said, what do I know? Because the album was a mega hit, you yeah. know, it was so popular and sold so many copies that they were really uh, he was really shocked by it. But it's kind of like I think she asked him as a friend and he's like, yeah, OK, I'll do it to help you out type of thing. But then he was like, all right, uh, enough of this. I'm moving on. And they they had somebody else produce the rest of the record. Interesting, because that's a super poppy guy right there. Nick Lowe. Come on. Yeah, that's the other thing that's weird is, you know, he is such a pop songwriter, you know? I mean, yeah. he's rock, but he's still, yeah. it's always a pop edge rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's dive right into this. I'm, I'm super eager to get started on this one. We're going to start off with the title track, uh, which is Precious. Across the street, cause you're precious. Moving through the Cleveland heat, how precious. You're taking that and all the kicks are so precious. You know how to shit and bricks, cause I precious. <laughs> Make me wanna. Make me wanna. Make me make it. So this yeah. one, yeah, it's, you know, so this is okay. This is in your face, boom, boom, boom. And it, it, it kind of, so it, to me, it's kind of like a restrained aggression. Right. You know, it's it's not like, it's in your face, but it's not like over the top with it. I don't know how to describe it. It sounds more threatening than some songs that are a lot angrier than it, I think. Well, you know, Chrissy Hind, now you're talking about that. You don't know if she's threatening or not. She was always an interesting persona, right? Yeah. Can yeah. you get close? Can you not get close? Well, she's got and or... she's got kind of a super sultry voice, right? It's <laughs> it's a very sexy, you know, but she's a tough girl, you know. She's so she's, you know, you don't know if she's going to kick your ass or, or make out with you, you know, or or, or both. <laughs> or both, right? Yeah. It's very kind of so it's still that kind of punk ethos. And so, you know, we, we're not going to play the whole thing, but the song builds yeah. up, builds up, builds up into that one point. She's like, I'm not too precious. Uh, or she goes, uh, what is it? I'm, what is the line? Oh, but not me, baby. I'm too precious. Fuck off. So, you know, and, and that was like, boom, you know, it's just like, uh, it's so total punk thing. And when you, something like this, it's a little reserved on the record live it, it, back in the day, it was a, a, a crazy aggressive song, but the whole, uh, the whole buildup of it to me is, is what is a really impressive. So it's kind of aggressive without being like over the head smashing, but it builds up to this whole kind of, uh, you know, uh, what would you say? Well, climax. <laughs> oh, there you go. I like how you went climax, but anybody who could sit down and squeeze the word shitting bricks into the lyrics, you know, 
Yeah, because you just don't hear people say I'm <laughs> shitting bricks anymore. Well, yeah, and that you know this, and this was again, this is 1979, 1980. Yeah. This type of stuff was not said. You didn't say curse words oh. on records, otherwise they bleeped it and wouldn't play it. The one word, the the line about the you know baby, not me, baby, I'm too precious. Fuck off. Allegedly, the line was, but not me, baby, I'm too precious. I had to fuck off. But supposedly Chrissy Hind like swallowed the words I had to as she was singing it. Oh, nice. That's the story. I find that hard to believe because the song, it seems so deliberate, you know? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a fuck off kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So it, it was definitely planned. It's their first, they're in your face. It's, hey, here's this album two days after Christmas. Merry Christmas, America. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But it sets the tone for this band. Uh, and so now you don't know what's going to come next. And, oh. you know, and what does come next is, is a pretty good mix. So let's listen to song number two. This is The Phone Call. Yes. one too you know and this this song i for me highlights this, this was kind of a the whole album has this real modern sound to it uh, for the time of course so right. you know the sound of these these songs was so different for the time uh right. and this one is uh, to me you know still fairly punky it's a it gets a little poppier when you get into that that middle riff there um, but Chrissy Hine was living in London kind of uh, in, as a starving artist, you know, just kind of trying to make her way with her music uh, before The Pretenders. And she started hanging around with the guys in The Clash. And so she was became friends with them and she kind of just tagged along on their first tour. Wow. And that's when she wrote she wrote a bunch of these songs on that tour. And this is one of them. That's great. Yeah, so uh, interesting stuff with her and The Clash. Uh, all right, let's drive into track number three. This one is called Up the Neck. Bewildered and deluded, the 
So this one, Up the Neck, is this harrowing tale of a, a druggy one-night stand in a seedy section of Cleveland where Chrissy Hine grew up. It's catchy, but it's got this, you know, the lyrics are, are pretty out there in terms of, you know, shockingness and what they're talking about. But it's also kind of sexy, too. So it's this kind of continual... All, all these songs have that kind of, you know, and it's just that Chrissy Hine vibe. Like it's this this whole Chantanoose kind of, uh, you know, sexiness, right? I would, if I knew what Chantanoose was, I'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, so good for you, Don. Seckler. I'm not sure if I know what it means either. <laughs> yeah, it is. A, yeah. But, but she's... I, it's like this woman in a guy's world, right? And in the the yeah. you know the rock and roll world was a man's world at the time, and she so she's got a little bit of her her sexy side, but she's also a tough chick. A little bitter, yep. Uh, uh, but you're starting to hear, you know, right here is the first time I started to hear that pretender sound, right? Yeah, the, you could you could start to see the development of who they are and what their sound is. I don't know if this is the first song where you hear it, but it's the first one I've heard on the album so far that you can connect with all the other Pretenders music that comes along. Yeah, it really is. It is. I think you're right, it, because it really does kind of define that that style that they have and that they continue to do over the years. Yeah. And you know what? I guess the world was ready for this because there's nothing spectacular, nothing outrageous about the music behind it, but except for Chrissy Hind. I mean, literally... Yeah, the lyrics are a little, you know, scary for again for mainstream America, but that was their kind of punk edge, you know, and and so they're not. It's not all sunshine and roses and teddy bears with these guys. No, <laughs> <laughs> sunshine, roses, and teddy bears, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> all right, so this next song is interesting because. Uh, it's got a little bit of a kind of a classic uh, classic rock piece to it. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is track number four. This is Tattooed Love Boys. To me 20 doors around her heart back and leave love boys. I tore my knees up getting to you because I need it. So 
this one starts out it's it's super punky here you know you got that kind of that weird uh i don't know it's not that really the breakdown part but it where the drums are like going but you know and so it's still this has got that punk edge all right so i want to play this one section with the guitar solo because like you can hear this kind of classic rock influence and i'll explain what's going on here i was a good time yeah i got pretty good Changing tires, upstairs, bro. I shot my mouth off, and you show me what that holds. Very classic rock, right? kiss in there. <laughs> Little Van Halen. So uh, that whole section, that guitar, the solos section, is Jimmy the guitar player. It's his tribute to his rock guitar heroes. Wow. So you get a little bit of, you know, and I'm not sure exactly who they all are, but to me, it sounds like you had a little Van Halen there with the 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 uh, switch on and off. The way they do that is they have a pickup and they have one pickup off, the other pickups on, and they flip the switch between the pickups. So it sounds like go. it's going on, off, on, off, on, off. So it's like, meh, 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 meh. Um, but then I, I heard some kiss in there and some other stuff, but it's interesting that this again, is another pretty punky song, you know, uh, the lyrics are, are very aggressive and a little bit dirty. And then the, the music is as well. I, I love you, man. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Ward Cleaver. <laughs> the, the, the lyrics are a little dirty, but, uh, yeah. but you know what, uh, but what's great is, you know, Chrissy Hyde, right? If, if I was to explain, she's got the fine art of talking and singing down. Her song, she talks, she sings, she talks, she sings, she talks. Yeah, right? Right? it works. Like, it, oh, works it works, though. Yeah, it totally works. It's completely different. But a lot of times she's just talking at a at a quicker pace. Yeah, you know, it's kind you of know and you see that. I think you see that. Right. And, you know, there, there are, uh, I think there are some bands that do it more often than others. But right. yeah. Um, but to me, it, you know, again, it's the punk stuff here is really, really great because it's also very melodic as well. So it, it there's also it, it gives the songs another quality when it can have the punk edge and the really great melodies on top of it. I think that, you know, makes an amazing song. More than three chords. A <laughs> little more. Yeah, just a couple more. That's okay. It helps. It changes everything. <laughs> when, you, when you think about it, right, melodic and going from punk to melodic, you know, we always talk about it. It's rock and roll. Yeah. But all, all it is is maybe one or two more chords that you wouldn't hear from a couple punk extras. Punk. Yeah, but yeah. you got to build that melody. You know, if the melody's not there, it, yeah. it doesn't have the catchiness. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. And um, I think especially a lot of this is her influence in where she's starting to 
like the the pop music a lot more and so that kind of came into that and we haven't seen it yet but we'll see it in the next uh in the next uh few songs we'll, we'll see some of the more popular songs um, welcome to the 80s yeah uh. so let's dive into track number five <laughs> this one is called space invader and this is an wow. instrumental So this one, you know, it's an okay song. It's not my favorite. They've got, they call it Space Invader because down the road there's some sound effects from the Space Invader video game, which, you know, it that was the 70s, right? It was huge, <laughs> that and Asteroids. Yeah, right. So everybody was familiar with that. They built that into the song. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's not my favorite. Well, here's my question for you, throwing around. It's uh, when people do an instrumental, is it that they have the music written and just have no idea how they're going to get lyrics in there or I guess you don't so see it much anymore. You don't know. Yeah. Anymore. You don't see, you don't see, I mean, you see some instrumentals in metal, but not, not that all frequently. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. You know I mean? What's the process is it, I just don't have any lyrics to go with this and, <laughs> and all right, well then it's done. <laughs> right. You can't just sit there going space invader. Space invader. Right. But I always, I always wondered that. It's like when you see an instrumental on a uh, on an album, is it just to fill time, or is somebody really thought that the music was that good that it was worthy of a slot on the album? You know, it's interesting. I bet you ninety percent of the time, it's just like that's all we got. All right, go with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got nothing that fits this. I got nothing that's gonna go in here. And it was a fight over it. No, man, I really like it. I want it on the album. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one, which is not an instrumental. Uh, this is track number six. This is called The Weight. Much better song than the last one. <laughs> So this is another one of those songs that was written uh, while she was on tour with The Clash. Mm. And um, I like this one a lot. I love the riff. Yeah. You know, to me, it's a straight ahead rock song. Great song. And certainly a great live song. 
Yeah, and a great driving song. Yeah, it's a good one. Great. Behind the wheel really gets you going over the speed limit. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about this album as I'm sitting here. It's like, uh, you know, this album was right time, right place. You know, it just it was it was came in at the right time. Towards the end of punk, going into you know a whole new era of music. It's kind of like it was like the bridge, kind of sort of. It was in a way, you know, yeah. and it's very, it, at the, again, we always talk about like, you, you know, we talked about last year about how, how different sound or last week about how different sounding the album was for the time. And this is another one that, you know, it wasn't anything that had been done before. It was right. a brand new sound. It was fresh. It was clean and it had a bit of aggression and edge to it. And, but it also had great, great songwriting. Mm. You know, yeah, it, it not only like we were talking about the Ramones a few uh, weeks ago, you know, the fact that, you know, it really wasn't mainstream. We thought it was a lot bigger how many albums they sold. So this has got the punk and the mainstream people buying the album. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the songs that are coming up uh, are, you know, the, the are the biggest hits on the album and probably the Pretenders biggest hits of all time, I, I, I think. Uh, yeah. But. Also, it was mixed in with this stuff with more aggression and not me, baby. I'm too precious. Fuck off. Yeah. Which is a great combo for me because I love the I love the pop. I, you know, I'm, I, I'm not a huge pop music guy, but I could appreciate a good pop song. And if you could just cut that out and send it to me, what you just said, that would be fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to start it, using it on all your videos? <laughs> That's what they're all going to start with that. <laughs> nice that's great all right next song up is number seven and this one is a cover of the kinks this is stop yes, your sobbing <laughs> so good. Oh. So, you know, Chrissy Hine loved the loved the kinks and uh, you know, wanted to do this cover song. The song actually led to a relationship between Ray Davies and Chrissy Hine. Oh yeah. And they had a child together. Yeah. And this song was actually one of the uh, three demos that they gave to Nick Lowe and and so helped him decide to help out on this record. And um, it became the A side for the first single that they ever released. Wow. Singles. Singles. It's, yeah. Great tune. Yeah. Great Kinks tune. Great Pretenders tune. Yeah. Both definitely. great versions. Yep. Good, good performance. Uh, you know. Okay, okay, song. You know, I, 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 I'm a, I'm an okay fan with this. You know, it's not my favorite. I like the more aggressive stuff on this record, but uh, I think they did a good job with it. You know, people have had success turning kink songs into hits. Think about it, right? Yeah, the kinks. You know, and the even today, the kinks get still get covered a lot. So wow. you know, there are bands out there that are covering. I've, I've, I've seen bands cover. Um, the heck song was it? I forgot. But I've seen a, a fair amount of Kinks cover songs recently. Well, you, so. you really got me, Van Halen. Put them over the top. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Put yeah, them yeah. over the top. 
Yeah. That was, that was maybe their number one top hit. It was up there. Yeah. Sure. Better Days is the song I was thinking of. That's been covered by a bunch of bands. Oh. And, and so that's interesting as well. What a great song that is. But yeah. We'll get to that another day. In Better Days. Yeah. We, we haven't... um. We haven't touched the Kings yet. Not yet. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I look we'll forward to, to it. Yeah. We'll have to do one of those. I'd like that. Uh, all right. Number six is uh, is an interesting song. This song is called Kid. My favorite. Love this. So it's kind of a, a a 50s rockabilly vibe, right? With that guitar sound. Um, little twanging guitar, yeah. Dwayne Eddy. Little Dwayne Eddy, little, little Eddie. Uh, um, even yeah. like Dave Edmonds. Was Dave Edmonds out before this? Probably just starting, right? Dave Edmonds and uh, Nick Lowe, they were all there. Nick yeah. Lowe, the same group of people. Oh, yeah. It, the story is about a kid discovering his mother's a prostitute. And oh, it's and it's such a, if you listen to the lyrics, but it's such a happy happy like in a sunny day kind of vibe to it right the beat and, this, yeah. and the sound <laughs> yeah kid your mom is a hooker that's yeah good. basically yeah that's good so uh but it's her telling the kids which is even crazier but uh you know so it's interesting that it's such a pop and such a happy beat with such a you know kind of depressing uh subject matter it's a great storytelling song and i i always enjoy those when it's not just so much lyrics that there's a story flowing through it i've always loved that yeah yeah that's always great yeah all great right song great song yeah so let's dive into actually the the kind of reggae track on the song this is private life <laughs> there you go I mean, they make it a little kind of new wavy, right? But still got that reggae yeah. beat. Oh, yeah. Private life, drama, baby, leave me out. Private life, drama, baby, leave me out. Private life, drama, baby, leave me out. Jelly gland with your theatrics, your acting's a drag. It's okay on TV, cause you can turn it off. But don't try me. Yes, your marriage is a tragedy, but it's not my concern. And there's that kind of talking thing that you were 
talking about <laughs> before. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so Chrissy was in London, and like she said, like all of the other punks, I wanted to do reggae, so she wrote Private Life. <laughs> Let me tell you, man, it's just right now, I just said, there is nothing I couldn't listen to her do. Oh, I it, know. It, She's it, so good. I'm good. Enchanting. How's that? Yeah, her voice. It truly is, man. And, it's you know, she she's got she's got the the swagger and the style and the voice of like uh a Joan Jad or uh Lita Ford, you know, the the, the runaways girls or yeah. or you know, some of those female artists that had edge back in the day. Yeah, their persona had edge. Yeah. But uh, the her singing is her and her only. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, her voice is just amazing. And, and, you know, it's it it uh, it really, really brings these songs to life. I I have to tell you, I just said anything. If she was reciting poetry, I'd want to sit there and listen to it. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. What a voice. Yeah. So good. Yeah. All right. So let's dive in now. We got uh, we're down towards the end of the album. We got the last three songs and two out of the last three are actually the biggest hits uh that the pretenders have ever had maybe outside of like back on the chain gang which was a huge hit for them in the 80s yeah um but this next one is brass in pocket which everybody knows great too got brass in pocket got battle i am gonna use it intention So when uh, they they recorded this song, Chrissy Hines said that she didn't think it was very good. Mm. She was like, you know, she's like, well, what is it? Is it pop? Is it Motown? Is it rock? Uh, so she felt like the song had like no direction. It was kind of all over the place. Right. Um, and she said she used to cringe when she heard her voice on those early recordings. Well, yeah, I could understand that. It's most but it's people don't so like good. to hear themselves. So good. Yeah, her voice is is one of the best things about these records. Like you were just saying, you know, you could listen to it for hours. Dude, I, I just love when she sings. Nobody else here, no one like me. Just yeah, perfect. So good, such yeah. good. Yeah, and she is. You know, that's the other thing. She's. I think she's a really underrated lyricist as well. Oh. Um, but this, uh, this song actually went to number one, so it was a hit for them Wow! and it really kind of, uh, brought the, the pretenders out to the mainstream, uh, at the time. And the good news about it is you, like you were saying, Billy Joel had glass houses at, and this became number one. So rock and roll was still alive. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at first Chrissy Hind was fighting with the producer who, uh, the guy who replaced Nick Lowe was Chris Thomas. And she's like, this goes out over my dead body. 
Wow. And, uh, you know, then wow. it goes to number one. So she's like, well, what do I know? You know? Okay. <laughs> so nobody knows anything here. <laughs> well, that's not, believe it or not, it, it's not your job. That's why you have producers, record producers, you know, guys like George Martin. They got a better ear for what the public wants, not what you want. You know well, I mean? it's, yeah, I think it's in the, in the end, it's a little more objective because these songs, you know, people say the songs are like your kids. And so you always think they look good and are doing well, you know, <laughs> regardless of what the neighbors think. <laughs> Is that your kid? <laughs> so the story, the brass and pocket thing, uh, it was just a funny phrase that she had heard with the band who were all British. Uh, some one of the guys in the crew had just picked up his pants from the dry cleaners and somebody said, was there any brass in the pockets? And it was a, a British term, I guess. And so she had never heard it before and thought it was a cool phrase. And that's something, again, that we hear repeated, like people will hear a phrase and go, oh, yeah. that's neat. I got to work that into a song. Right. Yeah, that's I got brass in pocket and it comes to song. Amazing. Yeah. So that's where that great, comes from. Great tune, you know, is. As poppy as you might think it is, it's just a great, great song. Oh, yeah. Great song. Yeah, amazing. Love yep, it. me too. All right, so let's move ahead to the next track. Uh, this one is called Lovers of Today. <laughs> oh. Little reflective, right? Oh, you no doubt. Talk to my baby. I said no, 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 baby, please don't cry. No, 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 baby, please. All of the leaves come down every time babies cry. All of the leaves come down. to so this one fairly mellow but again that gorgeous gorgeous voice just makes the song and you know i i kind of love this one as well yeah me too at the end of it she uh kind of laments being a, a woman in a, a male dominated rock uh world so she says i'll never be a man in a man's world and again so it's kind of that girl in you know punk rock fighting against the world here well it's for real you know someday we'll talk about the runaways they had no chance yeah exactly and Zero. you know it's so different now than it was back then back then when you were you know the girl in in a band you were the huge exception it was very rarely seen oh, no doubt you know, and you're right. It killed some uh, some of those early bands. You know who? You know who to kill this song. I'm just sitting here dreaming about if Amy Winehouse would have sang this. 
That would be amazing, right? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's it's right. I was hearing it. I'm like, uh, Amy Winehouse came later, but you could hear it. it a perfect fit because there's somebody. Oof, it's, I love her. Yeah, it's definitely a song that highlights a great voice, you know, right. and that's what it does here for Chrissy Hind. I love yeah, it. And the passion and the feeling behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So let's head on to number 12. This is the album closer. To me, this is like one of the great, closing tracks of any record of all time um but Great let's take song. a listen it's mystery achievement yes I love about this song is how she's her own backup. So they've got her voice backing up her. Just amazing. I, yeah. I this song the from the opening with the bass and drums Great. to the guitar riff coming in to the vocals, just amazing, amazing song was super popular for them. And and just a great way to close out this record. Uh, just so good to listen to. And again, Share it with everybody all the time. You got to sit back and listen to these albums. Just listen to them. Don't just put them on. Listen to them. Yeah. And this is That's a great one to go part. straight yeah. through. There's not a, they're not a bad song on this album. Nah, just so so good. good. Yep. So that's Pretenders by Whoa. the Pretenders. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone. Uh, next week, Tom, we are going to. Get a uh -oh. little bit more into some more punky stuff, but we're going up into the 90s. Where are we going? We're going, we're going to Nevermind by Nirvana. Oh, my God. Fant I just was Have you ever heard it. that run? I was just discussing it yesterday. Oh, really? All right. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I, I did a <laughs> trivia contest, and that was one of the questions. Nice. Right. Yeah, nice. baby. I'm ready. So I'm excited. Uh, that's another. That's a great, great album. Dude, I can't, I can't wait for us to cover Devo. Devo. Which, so which Devo record? Do you have a favorite? Well, I have a favorite Devo song. It's called Blockhead. I don't know if you know Blockhead. The I do. Best. Oh, the best. <laughs> Dude, the, my, one of my favorite songs of all time. Squared off, 90 degree angle, <laughs> flat top. <laughs> the best. The best. Blockhead. Uh, 
<laughs> awesome. All right. Awesome, All right. Thanks I for listening, time, everybody. Right, like, subscribe. Later. We'll see you next week. Yes. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right. <laughs>